Hey, I'm Liz. I'm Heather. And on this episode, we are actually doing something brand new for us. We're doing a crossover with another podcast. Uh, we got together with uh, The Goat from 1980s Movie Graveyard to do a movie commentary on Commando. So if you're not used to... Um if you're not used to the format that you're going to hear, that's because of it. It was a crossover episode, but I think that it's be a good opportunity for everybody to uh, listen to 1980 movies, graveyard and vice versa. I think you're going to have a fun time. You don't have to be watching commando as we watch it, but you could, yes, you could. There is a t- countdown. <laughs> um, and uh, we had a great time. And so I, I hope you do too. Absolutely. So give it a listen. All right. Retro movie lovers, welcome back to another edition of 1980s Movie Graveyard. We got kind of a double special treat for you. The bad news is your favorite host, Corey G, is gone. But the good news is we got a couple awesome fill-in replacements for him. Today we're going to be joined by Heather and Liz from the Nerdy Bitches Podcast. Heather and Liz, what's going on? Hello. How much? We're apparently watching some movies. That's right. We're watching yes. Commando. This is the, by the way, listeners, this is the part where we pretend like we just like, just picked up a phone and called and we really weren't talking for the last 20 minutes. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we're watching an awesome movie. The, the second part of this treat today is we're watching Commando starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. We're going to get rolling into it because it's like, why would you really want to, you know, hesitate and wait to enjoy the awesomeness that is Commando? So we got our right? D- yeah we got our DVD slash Blu-ray slash digital on demands uh, paused on the opening 20th Century Fox logo and the way it's going to work is I'm going to say one two three go and when I say go hit the play button on your remote or your device or whatever you have so are you uh, ladies ready here I'm ready all right let's I'm do ready. this one two three go all right look at look you know especially you girls can appreciate this. Um, or you girls, you women can appreciate this. Uh, <laughs> being so conditioned from Star Wars, every time you see that logo, don't you expect Star Wars or like the cross? I do. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I'm ready for the the fanfare, the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Little little do you know, in this case, you're going to be treated by an awesome epic of a film. A garbage truck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be treated with a garbage truck. What? This is just not the uh, Star Oh. No. Yeah. Yeah. And By like, the way, what we call this dump, uh, this uh, dump truck is foreshadowing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Going straight to the uh, garbage bin here. Right. Straight into the garbage truck. <laughs> straight, straight into it. Because the thing, the thing that you know, you know, we have some younger listeners of this show, but we're really focused on the 1980s nostalgia here. And the thing you have to understand, uh, younger people, is like. When you think of an action movie, you think of these $200 million epics. Now, like, back then, they didn't have, like, the budget to blow up a whole city. You you had to start out your movie with a garbage truck. That's how low budget the 1980s I think of Bob in the bed here. Exactly. Just like Bob's in bed. And, see, this this idiot is going to learn real quick why you don't get up and try to beat the garbage truck in the morning. Like, who is that excited about getting the garbage taken out? I'm like, it'll be here in two more days. I'm, I'll just wait. Exactly. And, and, and I'm still alive. 
Yeah, and he's, he's like, throwing the kitty litter in there. <laughs> Yesterday's paper. There's 75 papers in, under yeah. my arm. You're going to miss me. And he's rolling. That had to be a large garbage truck that would wake him up from a dead sleep. Like, a, you know. Well, and but notice no one else on the street has run out with their no garbage. They know that he has a particular so a, for garbage that he needs to get it out. He's a real garbage go-getter. That's what this guy is. He uh, is is excited. I love how they they act like it's such like an ominous twist that these guys, <laughs> these garbage truck guys, <laughs> the garbage men, if you will, pull out these automatic machine oh. guns. <laughs> it's it's really not that big of a shocker. What was their plan? What what was their plan if he hadn't come out? Like if he just said, exactly. "Fuck it, I'm staying in bed." Well, what was the plan? If he would have come out to run out the oh. garbage, they would have sent in another operative, which would have been, uh, uh, so, so, you know, Bill Duke here probably would have dressed up like a Girl Scout and pretend like right, he right. was selling cookies <laughs> going to the door. He would have bought the newspaper. The guy's clearly obsessed exactly. with the news. Look at this caddy. Look at this business. I love That is caddies. a boxy 1980s car. I love them. I love those caddies. <laughs> I think my aunt had that exact Cadillac when I was growing up. It was comfy. I will say that that does look like a luxurious car compared to you know, Cadillac yeah. now. Heather, do you I'm sorry. remember the Lincoln that I used to drive? <laughs> do you remember the Lincoln Town Car that I used to drive? It, it was boat. <laughs> it could have done it that. Was boat, it was, oh, there totally. goes the no value. Oh, oh. No. That's, that, that's pretty hardcore driving a car through a show showroom window with a guy on the hood. I don't even. They never I don't even, even think they can have gas in the car when it's inside. No. Yeah, it's like, fuck you, I got a Cadillac, I'm out. Now, now, here we have it. This is the one and only, I believe this gentleman's name is Vernon Wells here. For people who don't know, he was the crazy Mohawk guy in the Mad Max movies. Oh. He's crazy in this movie, too. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> this dude is crazy. You know, that's one thing I miss about kind of low-rent 80s action movies is uh, there was always, like, think about the actors who are employed nonstop as swarthy henchmen. You know Look what at I mean? that remote. That <laughs> remote is huge. <laughs> that's like a, that's like a, a, a adding machine with an antenna. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? It's great. Oh, no. God, that's bigger than my iPad. But. Yep. but by the way, this uh, this gentleman here, Bill Duke, uh, this was his first, I believe, Arnold endeavor. He would, of course, go on to be part of Arnold's team. Predator. Uh, Predator, yeah. Um, oh, we, yeah, he was in Predator. He's the dry shave guy. Exactly. He, <laughs> he, he, he actually shaves with his own sweat in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. <laughs> well, I, I seriously believe that somebody came to Arnold in, like, 1984 with a script and said, hey, we've got this idea for this movie. And Arnold said, hey, it's not enough to do one movie. Let's shake it around and use this exact same plot and characters for three different movies. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, let's Because if you watch them, and, and if, if you watch them over the course of, like, say, 30 years, as people do, then it doesn't really, it doesn't really tell you too much. But right. if you watch them back to back as nerds like I have, you will notice that this movie... The Running Man and Predator are basically the exact same movie, and mostly have the same cast going on too. So exactly, there's always at least a, a 15% cast carryover for each right? of those films. Uh, I noticed that he has it? he has a not, he maintains his tan up in the Pacific Northwest or wherever the hell he is. Yeah, I was. I thought he was in Colorado. I can't quite tell though. 
Uh, I don't think they ever really say. I'm sure this is somewhere in Los Angeles. Up, it has. Up in a canyon, probably. Has to be, cause he, gets to, he gets to Santa Barbara pretty quick, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll address it later, but it does seem like <laughs> I can't quite tell where this place is being filmed. It's like, okay, it could be this city, it could be another. <laughs> <laughs> My God, he's got a big, goofy grin. Was that not a big total recall grin? What was that? I don't know. I don't know why he why um he wanted a lick of her ice cream. She has her own. I, yeah, they, they I understand. Ice cream. If, if, if they would have cast his daughter as being like ten years older than Alyssa Milano was, you could almost mistake this opening montage as that being like his girlfriend. It's very <laughs> it's very strange father daughter opening. That's really it, why, she's like fourteen. Why is he carrying her? I know it's really weird. Like he, he is tra- always carrying her in this movie. <laughs> he treats her like, like I've got muscles, and I'm gonna put <laughs> like two. Got, yeah. yeah, you got to use them for something weird. Well, my niece is nine years old, and I could not carry her like that to save my life. And there would be no reason to. She has legs. <laughs> See, well, there you go. If you were built like Arnold, it might be different. Exactly. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's almost like a test of strength. They lift this <laughs> 62-pound girl up as many times as they did. We're, we're how many minutes in? Is he just totally... Yeah. Like, yeah. two, Frolic three, seven? I don't know where we're at. Seven? Yeah. And he totally just face-slammed her into that pool. Did y'all see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? And she's, like, 12. Why is she writing these I love you, daddy, love notes? Yeah, and, and why is he making her cook? She's twelve. Where's his wife? What happened? Like, I need more backstory. Yeah, I don't. Than this. Yeah, this, this film really does. I mean, I guess you're supposed to assume just because it's the 1980s. Not that they're divorced, but that the mother died. You ever notice that in these films, the mother's always yeah. gone because they died. Yeah. Well, okay. We're talking about that in a Disney movie setting. Like nobody ever has parents in Disney movies. They're all dead. <laughs> That's sad. Disney movies, the second your parents die, doesn't matter if you're five, seven, eight, you magically grow up and become more competent than an actual adult at that point. Mm-hmm. No, tell that to the Lion King kid. He didn't yeah. do shit for like years. <laughs> he just well, that's because he was laying around with some, he was laying around with some stoners <laughs> in the woods. What do you expect? Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. I love how Arnold chomps into what this the hell's sandwich. in that sandwich? <laughs> it's like a and he's pe- like, what is this? It's like a peanut butter and potato chip sandwich because that's what happens when your nine-year-old cooks dinner for you. <laughs> right. I think it's got alfalfa sprouts in it just so you know you're in California. Exactly. You know, Alyssa Milano is one of the only, like, cute child actresses that remain cute. Mm. I agree. And, like, in a weird mm. way, too, like, she didn't have that child actor face morph as she got older. Like a lot of the child actors, their fa- like they're completely unrecognizable as older. Like you can kind of see her, you know, adult face. Like when you look at her as a kid, like you recognize that's mm-hmm. her. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's no Macaulay Culkin, that's for sure. <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> if they remade this film now, the only part Macaulay Culkin could get would be one of the garbage truck guys. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to keep the the bandana on, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, Could, couldn't reveal that bizarre Jokerish <laughs> emaciated right? grin. Jeez, what happened to him? I don't know. Math. Don't do math. Can we talk about the subtlety of the American military keeping a guy that's being <laughs> hidden um, by going to him with a with a helicopter? 
with yeah. a fucking helicopter. Yeah. A green You're in the helicopter. witness protection program. Well, we'll just fly right to you. Yeah. This guy. He he's he's the fuck up. That's I blame him. Yep. And like another thing, because you know when you're watching that opening montage of all those people just getting whacked by a very clearly bored Bill Duke, you really don't know the story at that point. You know the general kind of shows up and explains it to Arnold here. All those guys that got killed, mm -hmm. all those kind of schlubby middle aged guys, those were all Arnold's former team. What kind of team was this when you have right. Arnold and a bunch of fifty year olds out of shape? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a bad news bears. Is what that is. Wow. Imagine how horrible their missions are. Like, Arnold's doing, like, 98% of the work. Like, <laughs> They're just, like, holding the door. Here's yeah. the getaway car. He's the J.J. Watt of the uh, uh, military right there. Yeah. He yeah. takes care of all of it. No, but... Oh, we're Houston. I'm going to be using a J.J. Watt reference. My apologies. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I, th I think J.J. Watt is, like, taking over as the new temporary spokesman for the NFL. Every couple years, you get a player who, like... Every promotion is focused around showing somebody, like, and J.J. Watt is the latest. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll take him over Troy Palalamu, or what his name is, the guy <laughs> who was famous for playing football and having long hair. Oh, yeah. This is a Hawaiian guy, right? And what was funny was he got famous for doing head and shoulders commercials, all no dandruff. Like, his first <laughs> six or seven years in the league before he had that... Uh, that endorsement he was famous like you could watch Steelers games and see huge chunks of dandruff and his flowing hair in the wind it was gross yeah it works man <laughs> it, it, <was> gross. <laughs> it <must>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good endorsement deal yeah at least you know he uses it <laughs> ooh, ooh, watch the wind shift y'all watch for the wind shift okay you know too much about this movie I you know. think she's watched it seven times in the last 48 hours <laughs> I thought about it. Then I realized I didn't need you. I, I think this is your favorite movie, right? It's one yeah. of them. I don't know why. It's it's up there, and it's terrible. But I love it for its terribleness. You know, it really I, is. And here's the question. Hmm. No, as I here's the question. In the 80s, this is, I mean, this was a big, like, action movie. Like, this is an Arnold action movie. Was it supposed to be serious? Because I find myself laughing my butt off through I don't the whole know. Thing. You know, I really firmly believe it is. By the way, for the play-by-play, -play, we're getting Arnold's beautiful, probably four million dollar home just machine gunned to death. What a shame! But um, and they shot the guy who's the best of the best. So yeah, better there protect him within fifteen seconds. <laughs> again, they 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 send a clearly fifty three year old, way past his prime gentleman <laughs> to guard Arnold. It makes no sense. But no, They're like Arnold look young. I think. Yeah. The, the, this was clearly, I believe, I don't think this was... They could have sent him an email. It, it, you could have sent him a fax back then. But I, well, I, yeah. I think this was clearly serious just because, like, there there was a, um, a, a toy line behind this. There was, even mm -hmm. though this was an R-rated film. Uh, and I never, in all honesty, I never really heard anybody even referring to it as being funny. Like, nobody questioned the over-topness of it or the action or anything. Until like a good ten years after this film was released, so I mean, I, it took I think a this long is just kind of a, a quintessential '80s action, yeah, kind of movie. It's all shoot 'em up, it's all machismo, and that's it. Oh, there you know, but I guess maybe now that's why it's so funny. Oh yeah, Protector Guy's dead. 
protected guy. Oh, your swarmy uh, mustache guy. Mm -hmm. I love you, Daddy. See, if she hadn't made that, he would have nothing to show. Exactly. This is a great, uh, you know, here how Arnold, you know, kind of negotiates and plays ball here. Right. The guy's guy's (laughs) laying it all on the line. You know, it's too late. Your daughter's gone. You know, you're going to come with me. You're going to do this for this. Arnold, wrong. Well, I'm not. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, this was like a weird time period where... um, uh, I really had time to disable the truck while he was getting his gun. It's a wiring harness. You just pull it out. (laughs) Look look at that wire. That's awesome. (laughs) It's like they took out his engine block. (laughs) That's all wires. That's it. There's no engine in there at all. It's just wires. It's like a weird time period, too. This is like before Arnold was really, like, he was popular, but, like, they hadn't really figured out the name of the game yet. So, like, they mm-hmm. kept trying to repeat his Terminator phrases in other movies. And, like, they didn't realize at that point, you got to just come up with new ones for every movie. Like, before he shot that guy, he said wrong. Before He right. said that in the Terminator at the gun store. The guy's like, oh, you, you can't take that gun. You're 10-day waiting. He's like, wrong. He shoots the guy. Right. And there's like another <laughs> Yeah, he has, he'll have another one coming up here. In a few minutes. Yeah, there's like two or three films after Terminator. He kept trying to say, I'll be back again. It's just I'll be like, back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it worked once, so hey, it's going to work every time. I'm like, yeah, hey, it's like... Does it? It's like, okay. <laughs> the audience might be simpletons, <laughs> but they have a memory. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's like they, they come back to it in, uh, what's that, Last Action Hero, where mm-hmm. then yeah. they're like making fun openly of all of his bad... Yeah movies and stuff and i like this part uh, of the uh, movie because you realize that this is a really bad idea because he nearly <laughs> dies like seven times and it's <laughs> cutting right before the thing rolls you can tell that it rolled one well, or of two course times. It did. yeah and i'm actually surprised there it goes they, right there that for this being such a generic movie i'm surprised they actually came up with that little bit of rolling the car down the hill with you know no no real by the way, there's no engine in it. I'm glad it's on fire. Like, there was no... <laughs> right. No engine, no gas tank, nothing. Just... That's a, that, that must have been a, a 70 or 80 gallon tank, the way that thing blew up. <laughs> right. Arnold has to go to the airport to fill it up to get that much gasoline in it. What is Bennett wearing? I know. Who wears oh, yeah. chain mail? These guys are the inconspicuous just... group. But, but yeah. if you look at it, it's, it's like crochet chain mail. It's not even like... It is. I know. It's like someone's grandma knitted it for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's funny. And that's the fastest tranquilizer dart. I know. To work on a, a what, a 300-pound man? <laughs> exactly. Six foot seven, 300-pound mm-hmm. man. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a dinosaur tranquilizer. Oh, here, here we go. Look, it's... It's Carla's husband from Cheers. I know. <laughs> it's really hard to take him seriously as this warlord guy. You've seen him as the schlumpy ex-husband in Cheers. Yeah. Well, I can't take any of these guys seriously because of their outfits. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real swarthy bunch. By 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 the way, like you know, we like sometimes you just can't help it. You, you, you know, we don't mean to do it on the show, but like sometimes you watch these old movies and you're shocked by like sometimes you see 
people, you know, like we see women that were like, oh, wow, you know, for, like sometimes like girls who have like one or two lines in a movie are like stunningly beautiful. So if mm-hmm. you ladies want to comment on the Commando cast here, I would love to get the rundown of these swarthy gentlemen. <laughs> how how attractive or not they attractive. Are. <laughs> What's the name of the chain they man? They are not. Uh, Bennett. 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 Yeah, so like he's wearing his Bennett. outfit that his grandma knitted for him. Yeah. So he decided to be badass and wear it with his lit- literal dog tags. He put it on a dog chain, right. which is a choke <laughs> chain, by the way. Yeah. So that's good for hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, well, you know, if you need something to grab onto. <laughs> and I love it. His, and you can't see it here yet, but his knife has brass knuckles. Like, that's how you put it on. It's like, that looks like a terrible design. <laughs> Who came up with that? But it, but it may help in, like, carving a turkey or something. Yeah, how do you carry that knife, <laughs> like, in, in your belt without it stabbing you or something at some point? <laughs> you, you don't. What's the, what's the deal with this like? And then like, this guy. What is what is yeah. this guy in the back? <laughs> yeah. The guy in the back with the white seersucker suit on is creeping awesome. me out. With a Hawaiian he's shirt. Got, like, yeah, he's got like a. He's yeah. bald and has long hair. Like, eh, we just couldn't decide. Well, he always kind of freaked me out because it's almost like he has like a flat, like long afro. It's weird. Yeah, it's like they just brushed it back. Brushed it back oh. somehow. I, I will say, though, out of all... Well, these his... guys are so gross with this little girl. <laughs> yeah, They're they so are. gross. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, Wah. I mean, just wouldn't the daughter being, uh, like, tied up in a chair be enough? Does he really have to, like, rake the uh, super sharp right. knife across her throat over and over? Well, this is, the, this is the dick measuring contest. Yeah. <laughs> this is when they have to whip them out and whack each other with them and just see who falls down first, because... That that weird knife also kind of reminds me of uh, I don't know if you ladies remember this because I don't know if you're Sally. reading these magazines, but um, like if you would look at movie magazines back then, they always were selling the knives from different action movies in the back of like magazines, and I almost mm-hmm. think it was like a merchandising deal, just like yeah, we'll put a knife and then we can sell copies of it afterwards. Yeah, it always seems like it's like too. They're too serrated to be any use, right? Right, right. They sell them in the Remington store. Those are like the ones you use to cut big tree branches. By the way. What is Sully wearing? What is the suit? It's got like strange filaments of like glitter going throughout this horrible little wool suit. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that. Sully looks like... (laughs) Like, what is he wearing? He's awesome. They are not subtle. These guys. They are not Not subtle. Sully. Where did they get that ugly jacket? Look at him walk right through Arnold. security. Right. <laughs> Sully, Sully looks like he walked straight out of a Wang Chung video. Like, <laughs> he's an aha. Nasty little flat square Big tie. Uh, yeah. You know that guy's probably like a regular height guy, this little short dude. Mm-hmm. Just because right. next to Arnold and those guys. He's probably like six foot. <laughs> yeah, and... and that that guy uh, is, he made a living as a playing villains too in the yeah. Warriors, Dreamscape, it's, this movie, The Crow, the chin. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, it's the chin. You gotta you you can't have that chin and be like a leading man. No, not at all. No, look at it, it's real pointy like the Joker and like Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah. really creepy. That was totally William Defoe right there. He's like there. the generic Willem Defoe. Like they couldn't get Willem Defoe for this movie, so they got that guy instead. Yep. <laughs> Willem Defoe 
had an art installation he was working on at the time, and he couldn't be bothered. He was he, he hadn't <laughs> sold out enough at that point in his career to do something like Commando. Yeah. The, the one thing, though, you know, we this guy of, with the with the safari hat, <laughs> safari hat to cover up his <laughs> terrible hair. I would keep that on on the plane if that was my hair. Probably why his hair looks that way from that damn hat. He's got hat hair. It looks his like hair. it'd be so hot on his ears. You know what I mean? His his suit is seersucker. Look at it. Look when yeah. they get up close, it's seersucker. Look at that. Horrible. It's like they make baby clothes out of that. They're gonna make a suit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like what's the name of the store that you buy that suit at? <laughs> the uh... seersuckers. <laughs> The, the uncaring gentleman is how it is. <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking like Elaine Bryant or something. Seersucker yeah. is, uh, is I've seen it a lot on women's suits. Uh, yeah. Feminize it a little. It's horrible. This is and great. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome, by the way. I love this part. And I love that nobody notices. They're like, la, <laughs> la, 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 la. Completely normal. And I mean, that hat came in so handy. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Thank God he perfectly that fits his dead face. What was great was Arnold pretty much broke his neck by pretty much just putting the guy's head like in his arm and just flexing his bicep. He didn't really like even violently jerk the guy's yeah. neck. He just yeah. flexed. <laughs> yeah, and and that look did... at this lady's wing hair. Yeah, her, this I flight to... attendant's hair looks like it's gonna fall away. Yeah, well, I think my hair looked like that in the eighties too. Yeah, mine did that too. But if you're gonna be a flight attendant, you gotta have wings in your hair. It just worked. It's like a great poodle waterfall effect. Yes. By the way, they're about to take off, and they're like, oh, sure, how about it? Wander around. Well, go ahead. I'm Essek. Sure you are. <laughs> yeah, just... Okay, I have to tell y'all, my, uh, I thought I turned the subtitles on. Apparently they didn't, so I'm just watching it in complete silence, but I don't need the sound. Isn't that sad? There's so very is... little dialogue. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is, you're the dog's barking, uh, because you take your dogs on the plane with you. That that type of dog. You do, you do. It's like there's well, a Dobermans zipper. Right? always fly well. Why is he tearing through that? There's a zipper. Look, zipper. <laughs> well, I mean, this is clearly a set because there's no way the cargo hold of a plane no. is that huge. <laughs> or up top. <laughs> I like that he's gonna. You know, in his mind, he's like, hmm, I'm just gonna hop off from this plane that's going 150 miles an hour. That sounds like a good idea. No, yep. no problems there. <laughs> and what's kind of shocking is he finds like the hole for the landing gear in about fifteen seconds. He really didn't have right? to look hard. <laughs> Who knows where that is? He was in the military, but right? He's not on a commercial airplane yeah. in the military. Yeah. Okay. This is what I don't understand. What city they're in? Okay. Because all right, so we know what. It's what's not at LAX for sure. Because there's no swampland outside of LAX. Are no, they in Miami? No. Probably, they're supposed yeah. to be in Florida somewhere, but okay. Well, then, then got, I, he never leaves town to go find his kid. That's I know. Look at the dummy. Look at the dummy. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah. Dummy. It's the worst dummy fall I've ever seen. He <laughs> did. Oh. He's like, I'm ditching this jacket. Fuck y'all. Oh, <laughs> that is a horrible jacket. Like they just stole it from a restaurant, lost and found. Well, I love how he has like cargo pants on and like a shirt you would wear when you're like you're out cutting wood and sweating. And they they thought they were in just... the winter. Yeah, in the oh, winter. Like... In the just... winter, that's not yeah. a summer shirt. And then so they he's... just throw a cheap wow. suit jacket on it. <laughs> and nobody questions it. That's the thing. 
Like, I need a jacket to go to the airport. When did that That was apparently the case in, in the, looking at the extras here. Yeah. Nobody, and nobody's noticing this. Nobody and knows. There's a shed on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> He's almost getting run over by airplanes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why they have the crash and rescue all just roaming around. Yeah. You know. I like how fast does he get back into the airport? How long does it take you to even get through security at the airport? This is a pre nine really? movie. Just yeah. all over. I don't care. I mean, I know security. That's still a big way to go. It's a mean, long way to go from the end of the runway of any airport. I mean, I know security was lax back then, but like they make it seem like the airport, you could just slip in anywhere back then. You kind of could back then. I'm not even kidding. Like when we were kids, we would take my dad to the airport for business trips, and they had those Hari Krishnas right up at the gate, just dancing their way on through. <laughs> it's like if you made it past the metal detector, you're good. And even if you didn't, meh, we maybe give you your, we'll give you your knife back later. Ugh. They're like, those it's guys, a, it's a public people. place. We have to let them dance. <laughs> <laughs> It's entertainment. Free entertainment. It's, it's free entertainment. Yeah. And what is Ellie doing in the airport all this time? He was just supposed to make sure that the plane took off. Yes. Arnold can run yeah. across apparently a gigantic airport, and Sully's still waiting for the payphone. Sully is like the worst like terrorist henchman <laughs> because like he's never in a hurry to get anywhere. <laughs> like he's always got time to make easily distracted. Yeah, make yeah. phone calls, chew gum, smoke cigarettes, the sexually harass random strange women. Like, he, he doesn't care. Oh, back when you could smoke in the airport. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could smoke I love it again. Back then. You probably I think you could actually. Oh, I think so. I think they had a smoking lounge on the ones that had the double deckers, like the upstairs. Yeah. You could go up there and smoke, but nobody notices that Arnold is standing, and his like boobs are hanging out of the shirt <laughs> in this airport, and he's wet from the waist down, which seems to have dried instantly, because apparently yeah. that that uh, fabric that he's wearing in his ensemble just doesn't hold water. It's top secret military cargo. Oh. <laughs> He's got a dry. It's fine. Wait. Moisture wicking. Yeah. Fabric. He had the. Pro- oh, he's a little wet. He had the prototype for the Nike dry sweatsuits for. <laughs> they kind the of. Under Armour of the eighties. You, you know what? Are shoes? Yeah. Oh, wearing oh. shoes. I just noticed the shoes. Wow. You know, he looks like just a walking ad of bad 80s yuppie wear, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the club wear that you would get at night. Like, look, those pants are, uh, they're like slim yeah. fit at the ankles. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is you would never really see a guy, say, like over five foot nine wearing that type of stuff. It was always the kind of short, stocky, well, mm-hmm. not stocky, but just kind of weaselly, you know. He needs a big hat like the like uh, Jim Carrey wears in the mask. Like that's yeah. what goes with that suit. You yeah. know what? You know, you know what he's missing? He's missing his big pimp. <laughs> fucking whore. Really? Because she said no. She's a fucking whore. Really? I don't think you know what that word means. That's what men do. Uh-huh. Well, not, not only that, but it's like 
they're, it's not like the, it's not like they're in the middle of like a nightclub and he was like and she was like seductively teasing like she's getting yeah. off of work trying to get into a car <laughs> like and she said get the fuck away from me like no okay i have to totally admit this and i'm embarrassed to admit it it took me like 20 years to even notice that radon chong is tommy chong's daughter I had no idea i know i never knew that as a kid either i mean i didn't mm-hmm. Like, I, I never even really knew that Tommy Chong was, like, a real person. I thought he was, <laughs> you a know. character. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that was kind of a dick move to pull out her chair. I know. Because you could just lay seat that down. It's, I mean, it's not that small, Arnold. Well, yeah, he, well, could, he could just recline you know, it back. He's so big and imposing. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh... <laughs> like the Hollywood producers back then, it's kind of like when they had to make twins with him and Danny DeVito. Why? Because yeah. Danny DeVito's small. Same here. Right. We got to put Arnold in like a tiny car. Mm-hmm. What type of it car? Looks like is the, her the car? dad from The Incredibles. Oh shit! My dad told me the other day, and now I've completely forgotten. I don't know, but it it keeps up and runs that Porsche. So I I don't think that Porsche is any good. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, Porsche is like my favorite. Like a little MG cars. or something. Yeah, and well, it like, don't get that one. And it's like clearly like thirty years old, but with a new paint job. So yeah, my uncle had a car like that when I was a kid. It mostly sat in the garage with a towel over it or something. You guys remember those steering wheel wraps where you wrap that little piece of plastic around the leather to make it kind of mm-hmm. get that she feel awesome. Yeah, I would totally do that again. Do they still sell those? Well, they kind of do, but now they geek it out. Like, if you go to, yeah. like, Kmart or something, the automotive section, they have all these, like, uh, like Nightmare Before Christmas and Star Wars ones now. Um, they have the ones with, like, the little spiky things on them, too. It's like, I don't know that that would be comfortable driving for long periods of time. What a spike in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a novelty spike. for, like, yeah. five minutes, and then you just the be annoyed. of an airbag. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be something they'd have done on that stupid pen. Yeah. My ride, Joe. I'm going to put a spike in your hand. I'm like, okay. By the way, I got cool. to throw some uh, useless trivia in here. Um, this whole scene where they wreck up the mall, uh, later on they tried to film, uh, well, they did film a bunch of other movies here, but when, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this movie called Chopping Mall from the 80s. I believe I have. I don't. I I think I saw it in the nineties. Yeah, like they, like they. Uh, it's about killer robots and you know security at the mall, and they go crazy and start killing all the kids that work in the mall. But but uh, they had a hard time because uh, you know filming there, like they were allowed to, but they were very strict on what they do. Because apparently, when they filmed Commando here, they just totally screwed this mall up, like scuffed up floors, broke stuff, and just didn't give a shit. Didn't pay to replace anything. Didn't do anything. So. Yeah, wow. like the real world of malls. Yeah, <laughs> so apparently the commando filmmakers <laughs> thought they had a carte blanche just to do whatever the right. hell they wanted. It's funny. Just trash the place. Nobody cares. Whatever. Yeah, it, it's only like a thirty million dollar shopping mall. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Sam- I mean, it was probably top of the line. Like back then, it was yeah. probably brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it was in a lot of movies. Um. Um. It- familiar it looks really familiar yeah a lot of these movies they they kind of shoot for malls they shoot like different ones like uh, i know choppy mall used a 
combination of which is I think this the Sherman Oaks Galleria and then the Beverly Center and then um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High shot used to have, too. So yeah, used to have these restaurants inside the mall. Yeah, we used to have those. So great, they still do. There's restaurants yeah. inside at, the at your mall. Yeah, <laughs> your Galleria, but not in my little mall. And they would try to make them fancy, like how this one is, where they try to, instead of just, like, you know, making it just look like a storefront, they would build, like, a facade to make it look like it's, like, a real building onto itself. You know, I wonder how many of those watches they sold. After I wonder why movie. he still has it beeping, even though it's, like, a countdown. <laughs> yeah. how, at what point do you just throw your watch out? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to sneak up on everybody. Does anybody else think that this guy, this this guy here with the passports, is like the dumbest guy ever? Because they're okay. They're making this drop inside this restaurant. She's going in because she's trying. She thinks Arnold's crazy because well, he ripped a seat out of his car, kidnapped her. So you know that's legit. And then she's following Sully, and they're having this drop in here. And, and watch watch what he does after they go through all this stuff. He, like, goes running out and shooting. And yeah. Why? He was in a, a restaurant. He was in a restaurant. He had no idea what was going on outside. Well, not only that, but, like, Sully, like, he, he like, really gets freaked out over the idea of being apprehended by mall security. For what? What could they prove? <laughs> like, you know, they don't have the right to search you. And even if they did, what are they going to do if the guy has a couple phony passports, which look real, you know what I mean? Right. Like, he's one big motherfucker. Like, yeah. <laughs> the mall security guards are going to take down Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that they do have a lot of uh, extra um, reverence for security guards because <laughs> yeah. she, only the cops, she's like, I'm going to tell this mall guy right. that, you know, this guy kidnapped me. But whatever. <laughs> what are they going to do with the billy clubs? Really? Yeah, could you could you imagine the world of trouble they would be in if they beat some kid with billy clubs at a shopping mall? Like, right? Forget about losing your your whatever ten dollar an hour security guard job. Like that mall would be so sued. He couldn't just sneak back around the pole to beat these guys up. He's got he's going to do it right here. And Sully is going to steal her purse to get a quarter. I know. You don't go have make a, a phone call. <laughs> well, like you're going to stop. Up and make a phone call five steps away from this guy who wants to kill you. Yeah. Really? He's in bad judgment, Sully. It's got to be the suit leeching into his brain. Sully should have <laughs> invested in a uh, car phone with how much he has to stop at pay phones. Right? Yeah. And I, lo- I love 80s movies like this here where they just put props in so they can destroy them. Like, clearly, right. clearly no- nobody had, like, phone booths back then that looked like Look a teleporter guy. from the fly, but for this movie. Did you totally see Arnold? That guy just ran out from nowhere. Yeah. yeah. But There's I, no reason for him to, he just sat in the restaurant and finished his margarita. He would have been fine. Everybody yeah. wants a piece of what's going on out here. <laughs> Everybody's going after Arnold. How many security guards does this mall have? Well, not like, like that, but like... But, like, Sully's shooting him up. There was a quick shot there of the ticket booth um, for the movie theater in the mall, which uh, features in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High there. 
Ah. Well, these these little aerial balloons are oh. completely convenient for this next <laughs> scene here. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, who put that up? Why why is that there? I, I, I love how Arnold. How like, the cops are in that mall? He he rips the balloon. And he ties it off like you would like a bag of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and then he swings up. Those are powerful balloons, dude. Yeah. Right. And like, I mean, I don't know really what you would do if you were completely unarmed and you're trying to chase somebody who has a, a you know a handgun with multiple multiple rounds in it. But it seems like Arnold is like getting awfully close to Sully, like without getting shot point blank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think Sully, like you said, is just the worst guy of all times. Like, they shouldn't send him for popcorn. No. No. He's because quite... he can't hit nothing. He can't run away right. He can't. It's just terrible. It was, it was nice of her, by the way, to leave the keys in the car. Exactly. That's very convenient. And she's going to run out the front of the mall here, perfectly timed, true. with him to stop in her car. This, this right now is... Would he have gone if you were her to the parking garage? <laughs> By the way, that was perfect timing. <laughs> she ran right. Seriously? I can't eat my husband out the mall that quick. I mean Well, I love uh, I love too that she was like so worried for her life and now she's like mm-hmm. now she's kinda like all in, in on the, the on adventure. <laughs> and she's like, you... Are you gonna tell me what's going on? He's like, No. Son of a <laughs> <laughs> That little car would have tipped over at that point. It would have tipped over just because he's in one side of it. Sully's got his little eye scar going. I know, he's like, ow. <laughs> he's like, ow. Oh. He's like, I gotta stop off, get some iodine, and put it on here. Oh. <laughs> I gotta stop and make a phone call. Yeah, that would be great if he just pulled over at a pay phone. <laughs> Arnold's like literally 100 feet behind him. <laughs> he just pulls in. Oh. This is not my day. Another fish tail. I want. I wonder if people like right before they get into like a gnarly accident really just cover their eyes. Like you always see that in movies, but that doesn't seem like it would be like a real natural instinct. You know what I mean? I don't think so. I almost ran into an old guy once, and he did that, and then I was like, "Why did you do that?" <laughs> I didn't want to see it coming. I like how they're in the middle of the city, and all of a sudden, middle of nowhere. Boom. Like it's just yeah, they around go, the corner. They go from like Sherman Oaks to like the Mulholland Hills. Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, okay, they chased they chased, they had a pretty high speed chase there, but still with traffic and all that, that would take you at least an, probably an hour to get there from that one one side of town to another. Right. There is no way this just car shoot would through your armpit there. Just so you know. Th- yeah. This Porsche would be way ahead. This this is not a good uh, good commercial for Porsche. I'm going to tell you no, that. It's not. And, and why would you run into the telephone pole? You couldn't just apply the brakes. I don't understand that either. And the heat, by the way, they'd all be dead. Mm-hmm. There's, There's no, no seatbelts in that car. There's no seat. No, in that yeah, car. she's just like kind of laying on the floor. Just <laughs> laying on the floorboard. Like Arnold went into there. that telephone pole or whatever that was. Like probably what at least a good thirty miles an hour at least. Like at least when they hit. Like yeah. Yeah, but he didn't even apply the brakes. You can tell he just drove into it. Yeah, and you know, like, he had some kind of like latch up or yeah. yeah, he had to get there quicker. That was the point. Oh, now, now we get to start our first of the uh, 
The bad Hi. death puns. Yeah, this is good. I like this. This is my weak arm, Sully. How does he know? How does Sully know that's his weak arm? He doesn't. That's why he had to tell him. But he said no. Re- oh yeah. Remember, this is my weak arm. But like, why? I love how in high definition now you can see, totally see the cable coming out of Sully's right. pant leg. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm expecting, ah. I'm expecting Arnold to drop him and him not go anywhere. <laughs> I would like to know what their what their dummy budget was for this movie because they are just dropping them right and left. It's yeah, probably the same dummy. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you redress the? Now Arnold you don't dummy? have a car. Th- this She's, is- look at her. She's like not even concerned that he just trashed her car. This is a great. This is like as a kid. This is the first time I ever noticed a continuity error. Like, watch. He flips, oh yeah, he I flips saw this it too. over. <laughs> the side of the car is completely like what? He, look, he's jumping, and the side of the car is completely wrecked. Yeah. And watch when he they was sitting on that side. Yeah. Yeah. And when they pull away, nothing. Totally yeah, clean. You can totally see it. Right. Watch as he turns. <sighs> yeah. yeah. It's there a goes brand that new car. Oh yeah. No di- No damage at all. So maybe this is a good. <laughs> commercial for Porsche because they have cars that fix themselves. <laughs> just All right you do back. is tip it back on their side and then they work and they're fine. Exactly. Yep. It's like the snow. Yeah. You know, you shake them up and they look better. Yep. Okay, what the fuck is going on that nobody recognizes that this island is full of like horrible Horrible, horrible, terroristic people. Like an army. Nobody's doing a flyby. Nobody notices this. Pre-9-11. Oh, Jenny. A, a militia could totally go unnoticed in 1985. Yep. <laughs> it was business as usual. You notice how she had to gasp and say, oh, is this your daughter? By the way, women have to do that all the time. No matter when presenting a picture of a child, you have to do that or you're an awful person. It's really um, awesome. I am. Even if you don't care. Even the if it's really ugly. Like, yeah. <laughs> a random child. Just... <laughs> Look at my baby. It's so cute. Oh, it's awful. It's an awful obligation of the of the gender. She's like, no, she's like, now that I've seen the picture and your daughter actually is cute, well, I guess I got to <laughs> right. risk my life to help get her back. Had the daughter been ugly, it would be a different story. Yeah. You're screwed. Oh, he I had this. Like, outfit. if you were gonna just kidnap women, I had that outfit too. Yeah. If you're we all did. Going to like kidnap. Yeah. If you're gonna like kidnap somebody, and I just totally forgot my train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> no, I was like, wouldn't you have just a uh, just an entire wallet full of pictures of kids that you could convince somebody they needed to help you save? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I always thought it was creepy. Like that. the ice cream truck thing. Like. Yeah, please stop telling men how to keep that. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're almost going down the Ted Bundy road now. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. Because Heather and our friend have moms that can totally outsmart Ted Bundy. I know. <laughs> you know, I was I was listening to, for, for our listeners, your listeners know exactly what we're talking about. Our listeners, uh, you know, I was, I was listening to that show and telling that story about how... Uh, Ted Bundy almost murdered uh, your mom, and I like I was thinking like that's almost like a Terminator. I was like, what if he did? Unfortunately, like you would have never been born, right? Like that's how creepy it was. Yeah. Oh, that was that's a messed up train of thought you just had. There. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we're 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 on the Arnold wavelength here, and I'm thinking like 
that actually would, and it doesn't help that I've been watching Back to the Future all week, but that totally would alter the whole timeline. It's weird. Yep. It would. We would not have our podcast, and that would be sad for the world. Womp womp. Yeah. Unless, yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you if you're... Why? Why is Sully staying yeah. in the biggest, like... Oh, by the way, I love this cat. hotel. Look at that caddy, though. Oh, it's beautiful. I want it. You, you can have it like two minutes. <laughs> It'll be available. You know, they, they totally movied up this hooker hotel, too, because, I mean, the neon budget here is outrageous. <laughs> Seriously. I love They're like, think about how much, like, poison in the air. Regular lights will just not do. We have to put the neon into the walls. Exactly. You could sleep in that hotel. And the glass blocks. I don't think it's meant for sleeping. Uh-huh. It must, no. It's like an hourly That glass hotel. block is put there for one reason. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, and... Okay, I've stayed in motels before. I've never seen one that had the rooms connected like this one does. Oh, no. Like, they, big I, hotels. Yes, I've seen that. But not in, like, regular motels. No, yeah. yeah, little I, yeah you're right. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, though, and you go to one that would have the adjoining door. I would always pull it because I... Just to make sure it was locked, because I was always scared somebody would like come in while you're sleeping or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now here we have Arnold versus Bill Duke, and I have, awesome. I, yeah, I have to say this <laughs> this actually was a pretty good match. I mean, obviously Bill Duke doesn't have the muscle mass that Arnold does, but he's a pretty damn big guy. He's, he's got the experience guy. too, it seems. And and look at those kicks. Of course, they weren't him, but nonetheless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Well, they're go the glass blocks. I think I made it behind a minute. Somewhere. So he says he eats green berets for uh, breakfast. That, do you think he means he's a Navy SEAL? Probably. I would, I would think that. But... Yeah. They weren't in... He wasn't the Navy, though. Because he got a general coming after him, right? I don't know. Can't you be a general in Navy? Well, that could be Army. No, I don't think the Navy has generals, do they? Here, here, here we had another... Captains and admirals and... Oh yeah, they're running into having se- having sex. Oops. Yeah, that was in every '80s movie that like have had a hotel scene. Did they just run into the greatest American? They had to get boobs in here. Sex? They did. <laughs> that is tr- that is true. Fuck you, asshole. There there was I no found that T-shirt today. There was no time to have a uh, Arnold Ray Don Chong love subplot, so they weren't going to show her boobs. So they had to just get a random stranger. Right. They're like, we got to get boobs. I don't know. I can't. I can't think of an '80s movie that didn't have just a giant fake-looking set of knockers in it. And oh, every one of Arnold's movies does. Oh yeah, you have to have a titty ratio. Like, there's just mm-hmm. a certain amount of penis to titty mix that has to be in an '80s movie. Yeah, it's at least two to one. <laughs> and here, right now, with the death of Bill Duke, <laughs> we fulfilled our impalement <laughs> quota. To everybody who's got impaled on something. Yeah. Yeah, we do like this pun here. Oh, I didn't get the pun. I don't think he said one here. I think he says it when they take the car. We'll take Book's car. He won't be needing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. That was the pun. They move super slow for having just murdered someone in in front of two witnesses. Yeah, you think think the people having sex in that room would be freaking out calling 911? They don't make a noise once they leave the room. It's like, really? I'd be... More upset than that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can. 
good thing they found a, a fuel receipt in the glove box to lead them. That was handy. If that was that never was... there, yeah, yeah, they would have screwed. Yeah, what's her name? Jenny would have had her throat slit like butter the way Vernon Wells mm-hmm. been. Like, and God knows what else, because they were talking all sorts about having time with her, his daughter. Oh. Yeah, I wonder if the original script had the daughter older or what, because like they they. <laughs> Those guys went pretty rough on like an eleven year old. There did it's like she's way too young for that. But yeah. look at the suspension on this car. Yeah, I love too that they sneak into this warehouse and there's like all this kind of like revolutionary militia <laughs> stuff going on in there. How do they sneak anywhere with the car motor? Like you can hear, yeah. like we can't hear it now, but it is loud. Well, stealth is not anything that these guys give a shit about because they have the crates. You're going to see it in a second. They have the crates labeled with exactly what illegal thing is inside yeah. and what country it's going to. And it's like, yes, as a logistics person, yes, okay. that makes sense. Yeah. But you probably shouldn't put it on it if it's illegal. <laughs> right. You're never going to get that shit past customs. <laughs> That would be like, you know, a little baggie that said, uh, cocaine, 18 pounds, going to Bob down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. It is handy for the... uh, the, Some of the stuff is just a little ridiculous. That's a great warehouse. They got amphibious assault vehicles, everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Anything you could ever want to take over a third world country, here we have it at Bob's Mess. Yeah, and you Come see that they're shipping it to Valverde. So we know. There's a lot of clearance on those tanks. I know. You can fit a whole Arnold underneath yeah. it. <laughs> Good thing. It does seem strange that he's, like, sneaking around now at this point when later he goes into a count compound of, like, 600 guys and just murders everybody. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. And he kind of was like wearing the same outfits as the other guys. You think that you could kind of just get away with just wandering around like you know what you're doing. I mean, unless, except he's a giant Aryan son of a bitch right there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he needs to wear the red bandana. Oh, he blended in right away. <laughs> I will say, I think this is the movie where Arnold has his best haircut. Like, that, that hair never changes. Yep. It looks. It, he looks really good in this one. He starts yeah. to get real old and saggy looking in some of the later movies. Oh yeah. But he's looking very fit. His hair is fantastic. His chin's good. His boobs haven't gotten that weird uh, saggy man boob thing that happens in the nineties. Yeah. By the way, that window was completely easy to open, and she was just standing right there. So he went. <laughs> How did she? Long way. Yeah. Pick the exact window. Yeah. The only office in the place. That's got to be it. It's it's really you see this a lot in uh, '80s movies these these kind of race against the clock adventures where um, people are kind of doing everything in one day and you know Arnold's shirt as it goes on gets more like not really ripped but somehow just gets pushed open and open her stewardess outfit gets dingier and dingier and like more sweat filled I guess. Well, I, that actually kind of is accurate because a lot of them you see and they look exactly the same right. and they're. You know the whole time, so I kind of I, I appreciate that. There was some attention to detail for this one. <laughs> By the way, I love that, that they, they have a photo of the plane just sitting there. Right? <laughs> yeah, I do too. You know, it's got to be this one because there's a picture. 
Yeah. If I were sending a truck somewhere, I always require a picture of the truck. And then this is fun. This type of fuel is amphibian. No. Amphibian fuel is just the same as regular fuel for planes. Just <laughs> she like, didn't you know. know but, but I like that she didn't know <laughs> when she looked at the invoice the first time. And you know right. she was studying it in the car on the way there. Yeah. But now that she's seen the plane, she can put the two together. It's and like, when you go and you park, you're like, I, gotta plane there. I have the Ford fuel, because that's the only thing that will work mm-hmm. on this. You know, it's like... Well, that is true. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I, w- I will say one thing, though, is kind of as inane as this plot is, she, like, he really wouldn't be, you know, this point in the movie, he really wouldn't be progressing without her. Like, I give him some credit no. for not yeah. making her a total bimbo, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she is um, helpful at least. And she did really good acting until she started screaming with her hands up in the air at the whole motel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like just a second, she's like all calm, cool, and collective, and she's being awesome. And then these guys eat too much red meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my favorite part. Oh, I love this. Subtle. It is subtle. I'll tell you what. No one notices either. <laughs> this is uh yeah because you know everybody knows that you know once uh it hits uh eight thirty nine o'clock at night just there's no traffic in l a nobody would be going by there whatsoever no. who would be anywhere near there mm-hmm. it wouldn't have an alarm like mm-hmm. really yeah no army surplus needs at all mm well, what's great is he's like clearly shopped there before because he knows where the secret room is in the back. <laughs> like, yeah. like the out, illegal secret room, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, out front you can buy a pair of camouflage pants, a big knife, maybe a handgun. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at his like his selections here. You get, he knows what like he flippers. Oh, I might need these. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess if I were shopping for protecting my child, I probably wouldn't grab the flippers. I really <laughs> wouldn't come to mind. Hey, he remembered to bring pack the speedo. That that is true. Yeah, oh, where did he get the speedo, and why did he get naked for that to begin with? I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I'm happy for her, it's fine, but <laughs> I guess since we had boobs, we got to see an Arnold speedo. So, speaking yeah. of which, I, I gotta ask on a uh, on a on you know an attractiveness meter, where does where does Arnold rank as far as like the action guys go to women? Because you know, this, he's this- hot. Yeah, this movie's his peak, but he does mm-hmm. have a butter face, you know. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think if he just kept his mouth closed and didn't try uh, to... Good point. If he does smile, because his smile gets to be a little Joker psychotic, you know? It's a yeah. little... Uh, but uh, I, th- I think he's got a very good look going on. Otherwise, he's very built. Uh, Don't you do it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know supposedly he... There's 75 cops there. No one checks the alley. Nobody... <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's a nobody car, checks the alley. There's a car like right around the corner with somebody sitting in it. It's like, no, that wasn't the getaway car. No, that wasn't nothing. Just leave. The one that's got seventy five thousand pounds of arms in the back couldn't possibly be related. And Luckily, how, no, nobody got anything. She just look. The cops are still there, and she's just driving off. Like do 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 do. What only that? But they, they, stupid. they leave. They're great cops because they leave the store completely unguarded and wide open now. Like, right. <laughs> Well, and who takes a paddy wagon on a, a maybe a silent alarm call? Right. Yeah. Like, really? Is that standard issue? I don't think so. This is my favorite. But maybe uh, a regular. Yeah. 
that I love that they assume that she's a whore because she's in a business suit and a Cadillac. Exactly. You know, it's the Cadillac. It's it's the Cadillac. It's the whore's choice. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's actually it's pretty. It's a pretty good pimp car. car it not is gonna a lie. Yeah, it is a pimp car. But if somebody were in a suit in it, I wouldn't be like, hey, they're a whore. Well, she's wearing a flight attendant suit. She's still got her damn wings on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not she's not dressed like provocatively What's she doing? What all. is she going to do? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. She's wearing a double Well, breath. you know, he did rip shirt open there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, the, <laughs> that's the one moment where they kind of let her be a dumb, silly girl is when she shoots the rocket launcher backwards, but... I- Hey, I wouldn't know which way to point it. Yeah, to be fair. Well, I mean, I would because I'd seen this movie, but in you know, had I not, then it was it was a great comedic '80s moment though to blow something up accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it makes her more of a person too, if you think about it, because yeah. Arnold and Cook and all these guys—they're going to know how to use all this military-grade weaponry. She's a flight attendant; she's not going to know, so. And then on her, well, really her first real shot. She read her the instructions. Shot. Yeah, she, 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 she did do she a good job truck. of making it flip over. Yeah. Yeah. She hit the truck, so that's pretty good. Meanwhile, back at the compound. I know. Got, yeah. It's 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 really. I've great. got my crochet shirt on. Is the shirt underneath is crocheted too? I know. It's really great how simple this movie. Like Grandma is. had a. It is. This this dumb girl has been stuck in this room for like nine hours, and she hasn't even tried the door. I, I know. I really you tried the door. Like like okay, hasn't hasn't Arnold been teaching her the karate moves and like think on your feet? Like you would think these would be the normal. You know, okay, they've gone away. I've heard the footsteps go. Let me see if I can get out of here. Well, well just gonna sit here. Especially since it seemed like her and Arnold were, she... were really living a doomsday preparer's life up in the mountains. Right. <laughs> yeah. They do look like preppers. And where does she go to the bathroom when she's stuck in there for that long? Yeah, they, they don't even give her like a bucket or nothing. <laughs> no. A Here's a ballroom. Bucket, yeah. <laughs> this entire ballroom is your toilet. Enjoy it. <laughs> I love it. Like nobody notices at the dock that all these military guys are just yeah. They got checkpoints set up. Everything up to no good. Where is the American government in all this? Is my question. They're not in Nicaragua. (laughs) They're like we're back. We're back checking the uh, the gun store. Make sure the army surplus store is safe. Yeah, no kidding. This is like the uh, the Reagan era too of like the super huge military like. They should have had all the intel on these guys, but it's right off the coast of. Uh, so I, I think they're trying to insinuate that it's Cuba, right? Yeah, that's that, what I no, was no, no. feeling though. Yeah, uh, well, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's well, some I, I, sort I, of. I mean, a fiction world. Cuba. Yeah, in non-real. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, well, like, I, I was thinking about this the other day because they said it takes eleven hours to fly there. Right. That's oh, a really long time to get to anywhere. The place that they were going. So it's just mm-hmm. some random South American area. So if it really takes 11 yeah, hours to get there, they should have just kind of been getting there with his daughter, like now, kind of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. 
Well, this is they're they're outside Santa Barbara. They're like two hours away. Yeah. This is great. These guys drive a military jeep, just like right. <laughs> around, around a dock. The dock. Yeah. <laughs> just like like it's like a golf cart, you know, yeah. and <laughs> when you normally see them. And like the dock is like so like slim. Like, how are they even really patrolling around? Like, they get to the end of the dock and then they just have to back up all the way <laughs> to the back. Uh, I like that they've got all this military stuff going next to like the marina. There's yeah. like, here's the sailboats, here's the shrimping boat. Yeah. Nobody notices the guys with machine guns that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And they're right next to a gunnery range, as we're about to find out from Bill Paxton. I know, I love Bill Paxton. You know that this was the, the role that secured him Hudson in Hudson. Aliens 2. Nice. They saw, I like the way he's on that radio. Yep. He needs to be a Marine. <laughs> we yeah. just had we did a, a, a aliens alien aliens classic movie review a couple of months ago because they had a 30th anniversary episode at our comic palooza here in houston nice. back in june speaking, there's bill paxton speaking of which i seen the pictures you guys got to meet the predator we did that was cool yes we did. his mask clicked and everything wow now, I mean, clearly it's a cosplay, but is there any... When you meet a seven-foot-tall anything, it's got to be a little, like... It was a little disturbing, yeah. Because yeah. you know that dude gets off on wearing that scaring shit out of kids and stuff. Well, yeah. that... It was pretty scary. That and the discipline, the, he probably sat in his garage for, like, 11 months and built that suit, you know what I mean? And it was 105 yeah. degrees Ooh. in Houston the day that he was yeah. there wearing it, yeah. It yeah, I couldn't even... I, I was like, I was hot in jeans. I don't know how he was in this full leather getup with a helmet and that 80-inch platforms. I don't know what he was wearing because he was huge. I mean, not that we're incredibly tall, but he was really tall. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys like this? Like a screwdriver on her chain? Yeah, no, no, she took the um, she took the doorknob off. Yeah, it's like the old, well, I know. old-timey door handle. <laughs> well, with what? But check out how they boarded She's up. She's got a screwdriver on her chain. You, yeah. you notice they boarded up the windows like so they meet in the middle. Like that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, too. Well, they you ha- notice it also takes her five hours to get through one board. You, you know, <laughs> you're looking at his top, his top. Oh, weird stuff. Guys. There's another that shirt guy. is awful. The guy on the left, yeah, he that guy always played swarthy henchman in the eighties. Yeah. Yep. What else could he play? But they have, like, a compound with, like, approximately 600 guys there. Couldn't they just head, like, pick some, like, worthless guy to sit in, like, you know, an office or something with a TV and just watch that little girl? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Eh. Closed circuit is, wasn't what it used to be. Or what? What? whatever. Yeah. Those gloves are off, too. Is he wearing gloves, too? Oh, my God. He is. But just the part, the fingerless ones. So he looks really tough when he's he puts got... that uh that brass knuckle knife on that he has to do with two hands by the way watch him when he does that in a little bit he has like two hands to put that knife on he's got a gay porn to uh record later yeah i was, I was gonna say um it was really funny because like when i saw this as a kid and it was around the same time queen had a uh, 
a music video for the, they, I think it was the Iron Eagle they did a song for. And it was like my only exposure to Freddie Mercury. And like, I kind of like would get Vernon Wells Bennett here mixed up with Freddie Mercury because like they, they look so sim- Like, seriously, they look so similar with the mustache and everything. <laughs> maybe if Bennett had like 40 pounds off of him, then yeah. maybe, yeah, I could definitely see it. Yeah. I, oh, you like Arnold's little cut, his little forehead cut? Yeah, he's got the little... Back then, you always had a little forehead, whether you were like a bag, you know, a main bad guy or a main hero, you always had a little forehead cut going on. Yeah. We gotta let him know that you've been in action. Yeah. Because we might have forgotten that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been five minutes. We may have forgotten. I love that she just totally knows how to fly this amphibian airplane. Like it's nothing. Yeah. But I think if you were going to steal an airplane not having flown, oh, she had one, flown, that's she, the way to go. She, she, she flew uh, Cessna. She had flown the amphibian. I yeah, know. Well, again. But you got to think when you're trying to land an amphibian airplane, all the ocean is your... Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a certain length to stop. So why is he I, naked? I, I mean, he, thank you. But why is he naked? Because he's got <laughs> he's got to show you his... <laughs> yeah. rippling triceps and biceps and deltoids big yeah look at his legs they're huge i know and his boobs are bigger than mine yeah. so that's frustrating There's that <laughs> I love i'm telling you as he gets older those boobs are getting yeah. saggier and saggier yeah. they're a little disgusting Hold on, we got our pick we got the pick shots hold on <laughs> all right we can continue talking he's now rowing, yeah. he's rowing yeah. <laughs> his muscles are rippling <laughs> I love that they did, like they did that little cutback <laughs> to the commercial plane where his like his henchman bodyguard was yeah. finally discovered. Like that little hat stood just on his face for like for eleven hours. hours. Yeah. Nobody even noticed, and and he was all blue and stuff. Like nobody was the worst flight attendant or anything. Yeah, who smelled it? Like you couldn't smell the blood. You couldn't. Yeah. But the, that is the yeah. worst flight attendant ever. She just like oh he is out. Because it, 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 and this is way before Ambien. If yeah, if I saw it the right way, it kind of seemed like they were in first class as well because they had like yeah. kind of mm-hmm. bigger chairs. It seemed like. Yeah, they but, said they mentioned it was first class. They're all yeah. Two, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're you're gonna kidnap somebody and make them go murder somebody. But you got to go first class. You can't make them fly coach. Yep. Yeah, Sully Spring the ex- for the extra. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was nice of him. Yeah. Okay, here we have. This is definitely eighty staple. The the gearing oh, up oh, shot. Yeah. Geared up. The yeah. Uh, I guess it's not a montage if he's just. Yeah. Getting- How did he get an entire shopping cart's worth of ammunition and guns into two, like that one duffel bag? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I totally get like the like strapping on the grenades and slapping yeah, the yeah. magazines I mean, in the guns, but like the, the you know just I guess you got to have montage filler there where they're just showing him like. Buckling his belt buckle and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's got three messenger bags there. Yeah. Strapped to his mm. boobs. Yeah. This is what I look like at a common Palooza, I feel like. With just bags and bags and <laughs> merchandise to tote around. Mm-hmm. See? One board five hours later. Yeah, she's a slow worker there. She must not really want to escape. I don't think she does. It was a nice room. Okay, like not I, a bad room. Like I always wonder. Like, look at these binoculars. These are like clearly like Star Wars level binoculars. They tell you how far <laughs> away stuff is that you're looking at. Like, 
Yeah. This is my favorite part. They like, actually look exactly like the ones they use. Yeah. Yeah. This guy uh, is so sweaty. Yeah. Che- check out look the... how sweaty uh, that guy is. Yeah. Then look at this. Right after the passengers. Oh, and there's a body. Well, let's just throw him on back. <laughs> and, like, yeah, the pe- the people that getting off the front, they're just, like, you know, grabbing their jackets. They're nonchalantly. Yeah. But, seriously, when did they even have time... Did you think all of this would be done after the passengers were off the plane, not mm. like they have, have the stretcher on board? Yeah, it's yeah like, just in case someone gets murdered on their flight. Yeah, Everybody seems to be quite enjoying themselves for having a dead dude right behind them. Right? <laughs> They're not so. going to let that ruin their Caribbean getaway or whatever. <laughs> well, who's going to vacation to that third world shithole? Look at this place. Look at the barbed wire. <laughs> yeah, it's like a demilitarized zone. Damn it. They're like, that's what we Another get phone booth. Groupon getaways. <laughs> I'm telling you, AT&T must have sponsored this movie or something, because they just got payphones everywhere. Yeah, you always wonder, really, when you see something like that so obvious in a movie, you really wonder how, how big of a check they had to cut to get that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I also wonder how much of it is, like, because we don't have payphones in existence much anymore, yeah. how much more we notice them than what we would have actually paid attention yeah. right. to in 1985. Ugh. Well, there was always that product placement with the payphones. That was a big one in the 80s. But it's like, back then when you did use payphones, you used whichever one was around. You didn't really have a choice most of the time. Exactly. You didn't like drive around like, oh, I'm sorry, I only use Bell South payphone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, like, who would give a shit because it's the same quarter regardless kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, all this stuff with these mines that he's... This is awesome. The way that the buildings blow up, though, he would have had to set those, like, in the middle of the building. Oh, yeah. Not on the corners. Well, he sent three, so maybe... Uh, I I love that he has all these machine guns, shotguns... And, like, the mm-hmm. first four or five guys he has to kill by throwing, like, tiny knives at them. <laughs> like, right, slitting throats. It's like, can't you have, a, like, a handgun with a silencer on it or something? Yeah, uh, those totally needed to blow it from the inside, you're right. Yeah, look, yep. look, look at those dummies of the soldiers just standing still as the building blows right. up around them. <laughs> but look, look at the building, you can clearly tell it's an empty shell of a building blowing right. up, too. It's, like, all outer walls. Yeah, we don't actually keep things Welcome in here, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, like I would think we just needed to get rid of these anyway. Yeah, I would think a real building, if you were to set something off next to it, it it'd probably be more like half of it would instantly collapse and f- kind of fall over on its side. But yeah, this stuff just—it's like made out of matchsticks and toothpicks. Right. Oh, oh, the little girl escaped. Maybe we shouldn't lock she her in here for, it out. for seventeen hours. <laughs> But what what was great? He should have put that board back in. And he would have been like, "Where'd she go?" <laughs> what was great was when he like peeked through the little board. He, she was just right. like running away. She was like tw- right. twelve feet right away. there. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. She went all that time. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. And they're in California, and they're on an island, right? Yeah. That's Where said. does the basement come from? Well, like the biggest basement in the world under this. Yeah, there's no Place. basements in California. Yeah. Right. We live in Texas. There's no basements here. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's but I can't a manufacturing facility. Imagine yeah. this place. 
I guess the bad guys don't care about uh, safety and whatnot. They break building code. They don't <laughs> care about flooding purposes. So we're, yeah, we won't be here long enough anyway. Exactly. We're we're really into maybe the biggest individual hero action slaughter here of the 1980s. Like, I yeah, mean, you you really couldn't. I guess if you really wanted to go through this movie frame by frame and count the dummies as well as the real guys, like you just can't keep well, track. I looked it up. Really? That someone else did it for me. Yeah, they have the webs. Yeah, somebody else did it. There's a website that shows movie body counts. Wow. And uh, this one is 88. Wow. 88 actual deaths, and 81 of them were Arnold's. Wow. That was a good shot. I mean, like, not not physical shot, but, I mean, it was a nice shot on the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love how he's just, like, running with no cover. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's got like these guys, guys shooting, and they are, them. are like stormtroopers. I think all of these, yes, these guys went to the the, the uh, Imperial Academy of shooting or something because terrible. Yeah, they have a clear feature in the Imperial Army or the First mm-hmm. Order. Take your pick. Well, they would if they weren't dead. Yeah, I think flip that flip was awesome. Yeah, there's oh. some great acrobatics with the uh, grenades. It's like he, he, he's not attacking well the soldiers. soldiers. He, he's attacking, like, the uh, Chinese acrobat. They're flipping and jumping every time they get hit. It's a Cirque, Cirque du Soleil commando. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's awesome, too, is Arnold brought, like, one clip per gun. So, like, as soon as he finishes it, he just drops the gun. He doesn't reload, and he pulls out another one. Yeah. See, even Arnold got... Okay, now watch this. Jump. This guy... Hit him with a mortar here, with a uh, grenade. Yeah. But when he starts holding his side, it's the other side. Right. Oh. Like the... Uh, and like he somehow... It's, has, it's the opposite side is where he hit the wound. Yeah, he somehow has a limp, but he's like... He's not really like... If you got hit by shrapnel, you'd have multiple, multiple... Especially that yeah. close. You should be littered. Why is he losing the vest? Because he needs to show off the body paint he put underneath the vest. <laughs> he camouflaged his whole chest. He worked really hard on that. He camouflaged How long do you think he spent on the beach the putting that on him? <laughs> <laughs> well, and all this time on the beach just sh- sh- drawing on himself. He has that little watch counting down telling him how many hours he has until they kill his daughter. <laughs> and like he just like... You know, he's looking at it, but he's like, oh, I got at least another 45 minutes to smear this black shit all over my back and legs and front and everything. So, this part's cool. Okay. Do you think he could have, like, changed... I think he could have changed clothes and, like, loaded up in the plane with a two-hour flight they had? Yeah, they had hours. He just to waited till he got on the beach. That's mm-hmm. great when he cuts just cuts the guy's arm off the machine. That's awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. that, seems, that seems reasonable. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Rambo shot right there. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, holding the big machine gun, just mowing him down. Here she is. He is in the basement, the world's biggest hoarder basement. I, I love that he's like just so, walking with his knife in front of him. <laughs> he has to keep that. See, like, look, it's got the brass knuckles on it. Knife. Yeah. I like, love, what's the little girl going to do? Turn around and stab him? I mean, yeah, why would you even need any weapons to go get that little girl? But yeah, I, I you, love that suddenly they're in Freddy Krueger's boiler room down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like a combination of Freddy Krueger. Plus, like grandma's basement, yeah. they've got like furniture and paintings and stuff just piled up everywhere. And yeah, guys, like preparing for the end of the world, but got to keep my art fresh. 
I love how Arnold he like he kind of just nonchalantly swings the machine gun around, but like he he like he barely moves his arm, but he goes from like shooting guys on the ground to shooting guys on like sixty foot tall rooftops. But he's not like aiming the gun upwards or anything. He just <laughs> it's all those mad protactor skills he showed us earlier. Yeah. He knows his aim. Yeah, perfect angle. Yeah, this movie does have a you know a mocked reputation. Again, it took years and years for kind of people to start pointing it out, but it has a very mocked reputation for uh, having the worst kind of matchup of Arnold with a bad guy here with Bennett. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's like I kind of do like the Bennett character as ridiculous as he is. Like he would actually work if it was in a movie that like he was going up against somebody a little less superhuman. Like, he would be fine for, like, a Chuck Norris villain, but for an Arnold mm. villain, it's pretty tough seller. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He it also gets great. progressively crazier as the movie goes on. Right. In the beginning, yeah. he's, you know, he's kind of a, he's kind of a tough guy, but he's not a total loon. Like, now right. he's just like, the boo. Yeah. This guy just smoking a cigar. He's like, what? Yeah, he's being stealth. He's like, I'm being really quiet over here, but let me smoke my cigar. <laughs> cigar <laughs> like you, smoke. Like you can smell where the guy's hiding at. Mm-hmm. Your subtitles, uh, men shouting in Spanish, like they won't say what it is. Yeah. The secret. Well, I think it was almost like the, the hard of hearing thing where it just kind of <laughs> says men shouting. It doesn't really. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky for Arnold, uh, he has plenty of weapons just to pick up off the ground at this point. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> to keep reacquiring. That statue is handy. Yeah, that statue was handy. Helps to have objects to art around. Mm. I bet this was actually this end part, even though it's like a lot of action and, you know, things blowing up, wired up and stuff like that. I bet this was actually pretty easy to shoot in terms of usually the stuff that takes hours and hours is when you have like dialogue scenes with multiple people and you know for the last 20 minutes other than maybe like Bennett screaming and you know at the little girl like there really hasn't been any conversations or anything Mm -mm. very little dialogue when you've got this much machismo rolling around it's self-explanatory and she's in the basement daddy that is a hoarder slash like manufacturing basement because they're about to uh, go look at the size of that pipe, those pipes. Those are not uh, standard HVAC pipes. You know what I mean? Mm. I love that old gold picture frame down there, <laughs> that like six foot tall picture. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, there was an oil painting in there one time. It's black velvet oil painting. Somebody hawked it. Get a hocket to pay for the statues. Yeah, there's like Virgin Mary <laughs> statues holding baby Jesus down there. I love it. He knows that Bennett is still around yeah. somewhere, but he's just screaming his head off. And she's like, Daddy? She knows she's being chased. Really? Yeah. He would not have taught her that. Nope. He would have taught her to sit down and shut up. See? I will say it is kind of unsettling. To see her like all sweaty and grimy and dirty now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Like th- this is one thing you don't really see much anymore, if at all, is is a, a, a young child in the middle of a uh, fight to the death scene. 
I think people just wouldn't put up with it anymore. It was no big no. deal then. Well, especially like, you know, in this movie, the bad guys can't shoot where the shit. Sully shot like 13 security guards accidentally at the mall trying to shoot Arnold. Like, yeah. Like, and then stop to make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the structure of this movie, it's like, it's so kind of like one note, but it's perfect. They steal his daughter. He has to figure out where they are. Then he goes there. <laughs> kills and everybody. kills them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no real wrinkles or left turns or anything. Look at him. He's going nuts. Ugh. He's got a freaking erection. It's like he can't Crazier. get over it. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a definite heart on for Arnold right now. Yeah. His eyes are fucking crazy eyes. Suddenly the outfit makes sense. Yeah. I, I love, too, back then in the days in these movies, you could always, like, when the villain had a clear cut advantage, like how he had a gun and Arnold didn't, you could always, mm, like, right. trick the villain into throwing his advantage away. <laughs> Come on, you know. Yeah. You want to do it that way? Yeah, it would be easy and take five seconds. It's like fight, fight me like a man, even though like you brutally slaughter innocent people and don't care. <laughs> like, right. but now you, you suddenly have a, yeah, code mm-hmm. of honor and all that. This is a pretty like you know everybody makes fun of this fight because the yeah you know the yeah, whatever like yeah like this flabby bastard has the grip strength to take down Arnold. <laughs> But but the knife part where they're slashing each other, I will give them credit. That is pretty, you know. But once yeah. it starts coming down to more just wrestling, that's when it kind of, you know. Right. It's fall through the pipes. I think it was probably... Oh, it hurts to lay on that floor. I know. It's like a steel grate going down, right. to, going down to Frederick Krueger's bedroom underneath or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I know it's it's like like they really they went into like a manufacturing facility from the yeah. house. Yeah, it's really bizarre. That's some big boilers for a house. I don't care how big the house is. Yeah, I think they just figured like the end of Terminator was in this big metallic steel grate factory. We got to duplicate that. Yeah, like I said, one script, twenty five movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. just change it around a little bit. Yeah. Okay, now I can only see this guy as fat Freddie Mercury. So. <laughs> well, Thank you. It kind of, yeah, kind Forever. Of the, the mustache, you know. If the, mm-hmm. if he would have been, it would have gone with a full beard. I think it would have kind of mainly. Well, I think him up. I think the outfit Freddie Freddie Mercury would have oh. really liked that outfit. He probably so would have great stage wear. Yeah. If this is a house, why do they have a high voltage um, uh, transformer down there? Next to a boiling hot furnace. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like bad placement is all. <laughs> it does. They didn't pass yeah, standards at all. So, I think if I was making this movie, oh, shit. I would have to uh, switch the uh, the casting of Bennett with Bill Duke. I think Bill Duke would yeah. be a lot better oh, okay. in this final okay. fight. Yeah. Here we have the totally. inf- infamous Bennett let off some steam. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best of them all. Yeah. By the way, a pressure boiler cannot be. Uh, I just don't even want to talk about how that would kill everybody there. Right. Yeah. I. I don't want to talk about what his face looks like right about now. 
Well, how 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 strong would Arnold have to be to impale somebody with the pipe that he's just throwing across the room? Wait, you you know the tank has to hold like three hundred psi, so that's like a five inch pipe. So how much pounds per square inch to get through Bennett through the through the tank? Okay. <laughs> I think the MythBusters would bust yeah. that one. And then poor. <laughs> Yeah, and then Alyssa Milano's all like smiling. Oh, my dad just impaled that guy. I probably would be too, but you know, my she's daddy gonna... just murdered someone. Yay! I, just, I know she's gonna have so much therapy later. <laughs> my daddy murdered like forty-five people just to save me. They <laughs> carried me across the beach. Yeah, she's gonna grow up to be that girl and kick ass. Yeah, they they they, they totally <laughs> they totally cut out the scene that they should have had where like. Because he carries her everywhere, he carries her out of the compound, and then they're just like stepping over mounds of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that really there she is yeah. being carried. Yeah, but there's the prize being carried out, <laughs> the eleven year old prize <laughs> in his bad arm. Don't forget that. Yeah, yep. Kirby's sweater is terrible. Yeah. If it's warm, you want to be wearing the sweater version of your uniform, right? Well, not only that, but they're kind of going into a, a, you know, a hot, you know, action-filled zone here. Yeah, Yeah, like you think he'd be more in like, you know, regular battle fatigues or whatever. Well, see, he comes after the fact. He comes after all the stuff is done. (laughs) He puts on his hat crooked, strolls on it. (laughs) Like strange boob contractions that are happening when these close-ups. And when you know, all these '80s movies had to um, have that. You know, that really cheesy rock song kicking at the end. And on the Blu-ray, the subtitle mm-hmm. just says rock. <laughs> like with music notes next to it, rock. No. No way. Mm-hmm. Now it's man singing. Man is singing right now. <laughs> oh, no. Um, mine actually has words. I am a mountain. Really? Wow. Surround, surround by your love, you are a fountain. Honest to God. Oh, wow. You, you have the better than Blu-ray fancy version. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, I love we, now he and Cindy uh, are romantically linked. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I always thought this was yeah. a weird, like, walking off, like, here's your new mom type ending. Right. <laughs> like, they've known each other less than nine hours. Exactly. Uh, really? This is, I mean, Maybe that's a terrible first date. I'm just going to say. Like, yeah. And I always thought it was great. Like, they survived. She's going to. They survived <laughs> this big assault and all this kind of habit. And then they fly away in the plane that they stole. Shitty plane, like yeah. it's theirs. Yeah. They're like, we're out. We got a new plane. You don't just get peace out. <laughs> Who's gonna stop me? Everybody's dead. Exactly. Wow. Well, I, now, I love this movie. It is so bad, but I love it anyway. I can't help it. I I, I see I see the appeal, but I'll tell you, if anybody just locked their damn cars in the eighties, this whole thing would be over. Exactly. You know, sure. their keys everywhere. You keys with you. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like every movie you ever see that has a big rig in it, the rig's keys are on the the visor. Right, always. You just flip them down and they fall into your hand. <laughs> yeah, they fall right there. <laughs> I mean, is that like, really a thing? I don't know. It's like even by Arnold movie standards, like this is the one where like I mean, it's just pure. Like if this was a pie that's just crust with filled with whipped cream. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. Like they, they didn't even try, you know. Mm-hmm. Like like at least the Running Man is basic as that yeah. is too. They you know they set up a future society. There's some politics going on. Not this, <laughs> just love the Running Man. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but this one, this definitely was a, let's get something out. I want to have explosions and, right. you yeah. know, <laughs> and pectoral. This is just, we, That's what we, we want. have a lot of bombs left over from <laughs> other movies that we've attempted to do. So let's just put it together. Well, like, I mean, I understand, you know, Arnold at this point, like, he had Conan, he had uh, the Terminator, so, I mean, he was on the map, but he was, I, w- I still wouldn't say he was A-list, I'd say he's probably B-plus list at this point, but, like, even still, even knowing, like, the time period that this was in Arnold's career, like, when you watch it, like, this just seems like a Chuck Norris movie, this does not seem like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you're right, because, I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, he was, I'm... I think he was a little more established, but, yeah. you know. Oh, um, fun fact. This would have been around the same time as, as Sidekicks, wouldn't it? Similar? Mm, that bad it's... Chuck Norris movie with the kid that's dead? Yeah, yeah I Jonathan Brandis. I thought that was yeah. a couple years later. I thought that was closer to 90 almost. Yeah, yeah I think Maybe. this is like 85, and that's closer to like somewhere between 87 and 89. But... Yeah. What was so your fun it... fact, Heather? I was just that the the term going commando is from this movie. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean that. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> you totally could have sold that, and I would have bought it. Oh, I should have. Damn it. <laughs> I think it would have been great if um, how we were making fun of his little swim trunks, like where did he get them and all that. It would have been great if they actually would have shown him taking off his regular clothes, and that was just his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I it's think it might have been. Yeah. yeah. I, could have been. Might have been. I don't think that that surplus store probably had a big and tall underwear mm. selection or a speedo selection. So, I mean, those look if like they're custom to me. Doesn't need a big and tall speedo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's it for Commando. I mean, you want to talk about a breezy running time there, like kind yeah. of kind of when you get into the groove of the movie and Arnold's really kind of figured everything out and. The, the ass really kick starts like it's uh, the movie's almost over, really, you know. Yeah. So yeah. The, uh, on they on spend ninety ninety percent of their time Scooby Doo, so yeah. <laughs> trying to find everybody. On Amazon, this movie rates four and a half stars out of five, wow. with four hundred and sixty mm-hmm. reviews. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that actually is really good. I would I would think this would definitely be a, like a two and a half star movie, but. Yeah, well, IMDb gave it a six and a half out of ten. Even that's uh, pretty high. I mean, I mean, yeah. like we're assuming. Well, but some of those are done like now. Like, right. Yeah. Again, a lot. So many people probably really loved this movie in 1985, yeah. and I don't remember when I first saw it. I'm sure it wasn't a theater thing since I wasn't, you know, but seven or eight years old when it came out. But um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cheesy to us now, but I think it was like a big deal back in the day. So it's like, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that the what, what all holds up over thirty years, yeah. Good time. Well, I, right. I definitely appreciate this now that Arnold's older and he's like, you know, it it is fun just kind of pop this in, see him in his physical prime, see him when you know he was just completely <laughs> over the top and superhuman because. You know, that's the only thing, like you're saying, like, when you got to the mid-90s, late-90s man boobs era, they kind of had to make him more realistic, a little more PG-13-esque, and it's just great seeing him go kind of full throttle in this one. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, but not so bad that it's like a Conan or a Hercules in New York. Like, not not that early where they're really bad, 
And then, you know, this is this is really his prime. And I'm yeah. telling you, if you watch this movie, The Running Man and Predator, like back to back to back, you're like, wow, that's the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised somebody hasn't done a super cut to merge them all together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's out there, I bet. I'm sure it is. And if not, it you should be. So get on yeah. that, fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, I definitely want to thank you two ladies for joining. Not only joining us on this show here, which is a pure sausage fest, you <laughs> you are the first women to be on here, and hopefully not the last, but it's a possibility. But uh, I want to th- thank you not only for coming on, but coming on to do something as awesome as Commando. So, yeah. Big props to both of you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I didn't pick another movie. That was just the the one to go. And I'm sad Corey G couldn't be with us today. I hope he feels better. I know for the fans out there, Corey's under the weather. He has an injury. Hopefully he'll be back soon. If not, we'll figure out a way to fill the episodes. I'll get more guests lined up, but hopefully he'll be back soon. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So for our audience, thanks a lot, guys. Um, Also, thank you. I want to say thank you. Um, We just put out, the day we're recording this, we we put out the questions from Twitter show. And both Mm -hmm. you guys gave us questions. So I want to thank you for that. That was a lot of fun doing that. And you guys. Yeah, we listened to that today. It was awesome. Oh, nice. I love that you want to use lawn darts. (laughs) Yeah, lawn darts. That would be the way that you would have Arnold kill you. (laughs) would be the lawn darts. It would be awesome. I miss lawn darts. Quit toying around. Quit toying around. All right, so I want to thank the nerdy bitches, and please give a give a plug. Talk about your website. Where can people find you? Because they should find you. Because you are nerdy bitches. Corey G's favorite podcast. I'm a recent convert. I'm loving it. I'm gobbling episodes up. I think our listeners should jump on it too. So tell the people about it, please. Well, you can find us at nerdybitches.com. Yeah, and we're also we're on Twitter at nerdybitchespod. Yep. And we're on right, Stitcher. Twitter, Nerdy Bitches Pod. Yeah. Uh, Ditcher, iTunes. You know. Instagram, North. Facebook. We're everywhere. Yeah. And you guys are rolling, what, with 45 episodes now? So you're, you're, you've been prolific over the last year or so. Yeah, yeah we've been about a year and a half that mm-hmm. we've been uh, we've been podcasting. And mm-hmm. we love it. You know, we've been very active. We were very fortunate this year to be invited to be part of the Palooza podcast team here in Houston. And we've gotten, like, an increase by a third of listeners in the last nice. month yeah. and a half. So, pretty sweet. Um, yep. We're really very grateful and thankful for that. So, good times. And we love you guys. Show y'all are fun. Oh, thank love you. listening to that. Yeah, we just do it for fun. And we're about to have our one-year anniversary. And, uh, yeah, like, the last two and a half months, the show's taken off by Wild. Like, just crazy. Like, like literally ratings doubling tripling like every month and a lot of that has to do with like awesome other people doing podcasts just sharing us and talking about us and so you know we mm-hmm. really appreciate it and we really appreciate you guys coming on here and you know hopefully down the road some other time i, I know I, I know me and Corey can't come on your show because we have penises but you guys are more than welcome to stop <laughs> on over here anytime well y'all are technically gonna yeah we'll be we'll... on our show because we're gonna post this at the that's show right. as well so that's yeah. right so we got a crossover going on. So yeah, that's right. So thanks. We limit the number of dicks on the show, but uh. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel honored that you joined us here, and I feel honored that technically I'll be joining you there too as well. So thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you, retro movie lovers. We'll be back with another episode soon. Thank you to the nerdy bitches, Heather and Liz. All right, everybody. Yeah, thank you, guys.
Thanks. Take care. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. <laughs>